Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher, addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Hey guys, Dallas here. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship. I'm glad that you're here to join us today. We have another amazing guest here today to join us. His name is Minister Jenkins, and he recently wrote a book called When Salt Loses Its Flavor. And this book is on Amazon. You guys can see the link below. But before we get into that, and he shares his testimony and some of his book today, I'm going to share a quick testimony. You know how we have these things on Facebook, how it shares your memory of a year ago or two years ago, three years ago, right? Your memories on Facebook. And so today I had one of those pop up and it says, Dallas, we care about you and the memories you share here. We thought you'd like to look back on this post from one year ago today. And it says this, it's a picture, the cure to cancer. The cure to addiction, the cure to depression, redemption is spelt J-E-S-U-S. Jesus is the answer. Above all else, he's the one that we turn to. He's the one. We have a mission as Christians here. We have to live like Jesus. We have to live in the likeness of Jesus. And so I want to read a quick verse for you. It's, it's John chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. It says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is already condemned because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And that's, of course, following the famous verse, John 3.16, For God so loved the world, he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And so I just wanted to give you guys that today is that redemption is spelt J-E-S-U-S. That's the answer. The cure to cancer, the cure to depression, the cure to addiction, the cure to whatever your problem is in your life. Jesus is the answer. That's the bottom line. And so thank you guys for joining us. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. We have a lot of great content coming soon. I'm going to pray right now and then we'll get into the podcast. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day that we have, this beautiful day. Thank you for the guest that we have today, Minister Jenkins. I just pray that you bless his message today, his testimony, the words that he shares today. God, I pray that they're anointed for people to hear. Open up our eyes and our hearts to see you moving today. Open up our ears to hear what you have to speak to us today, God. And I pray that we leave this podcast different than when we came in today, God. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. It's hard to find gospel-related clothing that actually looks good, and Blessed Designs has done just that. They create great quality products with Word of Truth. You can visit their wide variety of options or even create your own design. Visit them today at blessed-designs.com. Come and experience Riley seeing the rainbow for the first time. 
Riley's mom explains the true meaning of the rainbow, beginning with Noah and the ark, along with the covenant of God made in Genesis 9.13. Riley loves the Bible story and can't wait to share her experience with her friends while she tells them about Noah's ark and the rainbow. They have a few stories to share also. Visit Amazon today to experience the wonderful story behind the rainbow in the new children's book, The Rainbow and Riley, God's Beautiful Promise. Hey, it's great to have you on the podcast today. How are you? I'm fine, sir, and how are you? It's been a crazy week, a crazy day, but this is going to be a great weekend, I'm sure of it. I know that the coronavirus is affecting a lot of people. Absolutely, Alan. I think we um, are going through a very crazy time with this uh, COVID-19. Are you guys still in quarantine there, or are you guys almost finished up with it? Um, I'm only halfway concerned, to be honest. I'm, I'm not I'm not glued to the uh, the television and the news like like uh, a lot of people may be kind of anticipating for things to end. Um, but as far as I understand, they're they're slowly starting to open up certain uh, certain businesses and things of that nature. So, well, thanks again for being a part of the podcast today. I really appreciate your time. I really look forward to what we're going to share today in your book. When Salt Loses Its Flavor. And so before we get into that book, I would just like you to take the next five to ten minutes and share your Christian testimony with us. I always like to hear the background from our guests to kind of get a point of view from them, a perspective of their life, and what they're going to bring with us. So, yeah, where does your story begin? Uh, I would say that my story began um, probably from my childhood. Um, I think one of the uh, the questions that you asked before was uh, how I met Jesus. And I think that that's a very uh, important question and to understand um, that question because the answer would have to be twofold for me to be fair. Okay. How I was initially introduced to Christ and how I met him are two different realities as far as I'm concerned. Um, I was introduced to the gospel narrative uh, of Jesus Christ as a child. Um, I was also baptized around, I don't know, six, seven, eight, some, somewhere in there. Um, I was literally raised in a church family on my mom's side. We actually had like generations of, of preachers and, you know, anointed individuals in our family. Wow. Um, God serving uh, had something set up for our family to to really preach the gospel and work in, in the ministry. Mm-hmm. So like my, my mom sang, my, my aunt sang, you know, my, my uh, uncles danced and things of that nature. But it was all ministry related. So that's kind of how I came up. Um, unfortunately, though, and this is no fault of my family, um, but unfortunately, I was introduced to Jesus as a savior only. You know, which which is which is the, the main um, aspect I would I, I would I would suggest. But I came to know Christ as Lord, as as my Lord later on in life. I would say at least maybe thirty years. Um, after my baptism, um, but but God God covered me the whole time because He knew that He had plans for my life. And looking back over that dark season of your life, maybe the when you were a child, when you were baptized, and then being a full on spirit filled believer later in your life, what was the transition like for you? Um, the the transition and the, during the dark times, um, because I did not have a firm understanding of uh, what it even meant to, to be a, a child of God, 
Um, as I kind of alluded to before, Jesus was more or less introduced to me as, you know, only the, the savior aspect of him. Um, so with, with that being said, it, it wasn't really communicated to me that I had any uh, responsibility unto God to, to live as his child, you know, and, and I just kind of, kind of took that for granted. And I don't even think it was a purposeful thing. It just was. If you just believe in this narrative, then you're safe, you know. So I really, I really, I just lived my life beyond that because I didn't necessarily have any reason to disbelieve mm-hmm. um, the narrative that was placed before me. So the whole time throughout the dark times, to be honest, I thought that I was being saved. I, I, I viewed myself as being a Christian, um, but I was not living as a Christian because I did not think that that was required. Um, in, in regards to salvation. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing your testimony with us. No problem. And so we're here today to talk about your book. So when did you write this book? Um, this book has been a work in progress. Um, I would say I probably finished it sometime um, at the end of last year, perhaps like between September and, and November. Um and the funny thing is that initially um, it wasn't supposed to be a book. I never, I never had it on my my agenda to be a a, a writer or a publisher or anything of that nature. Mm. Wow. And I kind of I did, there, there's a saying that you know certain certain works, and that this is kind of from the music world as well. Because I used to uh, produce music, that good 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 or great projects aren't actually finished their abandoned, which means that like at a certain point you just have to stop so like i said it originally wasn't a book at all and i wasn't looking to be a writer initially it was just certain truths that god was revealing to me and placing on my heart and honestly my mind isn't the best as far as memory is concerned so i would write these things down um and then later on when i would go back and look at what I wrote, I realized that there was a general theme to to what you know what I was writing, and I also realized that God was revealing to me wasn't just for me, you know. So the the best method that at the time that I could think of, you know, to get everything out and and what you communicate, I, I put it into a uh, a book format. Okay, great. And what inspired you to make this the title of the book? Uh, the, the title comes straight from scripture. Um, and actually, the title is based on Matthew 5.13, uh, where Jesus says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. Um, so what, what Christ, Christ, I believe, is um, speaking on here, so the reality that he's speaking on is that um, the body of Christ has a responsibility to be um, ambassadors of, of Christ. I absolutely agree with that. You know, that, 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 that salt part is in the same context where he says that we, we are the light of the world. So when people see us, they're supposed to see God and his love, his likeness manifested through us. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, and there's something very interesting that Christ says here. He said, if if salt loses its flavor, it's, it's, it's no longer good for, for anything. 
but to be trampled. Um, and, and I realized that a lot of times when we don't stand up for, for godly principles and kind of don't uh, communicate godly understandings in regards to, you know, things that are happening in the world or in the church for that matter or what have you, then those things kind of get pushed to the back and they, they more or less cease to exist. You know, but if, if anybody's going to stand up for these type of principles, it, it should be us as as the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So when so when when so when I say uh, when the salt loses its flavor, you know when when I when I name it, uh, the way I word it in in such a manner, I'm I'm saying these are the type of things that occur in the world and in the church when we don't do what we are supposed to do. I definitely agree. I think as Christians, yes, sir. as believers of God, we have a mission and we have a calling of what we're supposed to do. Yes, sir. So what is your calling? What is your mission? Uh, my mission is uh, a lot of times I kind of bump bump heads with um, with people that are also in, in the ministry. And, and it's fine. They're, they're still my brothers and my sisters. But at the end of the day, we, we have the same mission, which is for people to be saved. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same mission that God has, the same mission that Christ has. This is the reason why he came, saying for the disciples, you know, things of that nature. When, when we make it about, you know, the, the mission is to get on God's good side so he'll give you some, some good things materially and things of that nature, it, it's, it's far beyond that. You know, so at, at the end of the day, I just want people to be saved. You know, and, and in one thing that I want the same thing for people that God wants for his people. And 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 one thing that I want I want people to have a solid understanding of the gospel and the gospel message and who God is and who God calls us to be as his children. Okay, great. And so going back into the book here for a second, yes, who do you sir. think this book was written for? Uh hands hands down the book is written for the body of Christ. First first and foremost is written for the church. Um also it's written for people that are even considering um, becoming a part of the kingdom of God. Um, so that when, when they come, they really get a solid understanding of what it means to be a part of the kingdom of God. Um, it was something that was said to me by one, one of my close friends. He said that the way that people are introduced to something, nine times out of ten, ends up being the way that they perceive that thing at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can be uh, introduced to, to Christ in a certain way, you know, kind of, kind of like, kind of like um, people who are introduced to, to God or have a perception of God, like he's a genie, you know, and then they can be years down the line and they might live or die with that same perception, you know, so, at the end of the day, I just want people to really, really understand what it is um, that God is trying to communicate in his word. And, you know, so like I said, it's, it's for the church and for people that are coming into the church. Mm-hmm. And you said that point about seeing God as a genie. I've preached that a couple of times, too, that there's a couple of different levels that we can believe on. Yeah. <laughs> and the first level is living outside of the will of God. And when we live outside of the will of God, we look at God as a genie. We rub the lamp when we need something, when we want something, when we're in, d- in danger, when we need help, right? Exactly. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, because the, 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 the issue is, 
And I, uh, the issue is, if if that's your perception of God, and you don't receive what you think in your mind, in your heart, you don't receive what you think you should yeah. from God, then that taints your relationship with God. But you had a wrong understanding to begin with. Yeah, yeah. The, the proper understanding is God will provide for me what he feels I need in order to serve him. And that's, that, that's pretty much the, the bottom line. And what do you think would be your favorite part of this book? My favorite part is actually the last chapter. And the last chapter is um, it's called The Good News. So throughout, throughout the whole thing, like I, I, I start with the history and how man is kind of over the years made the gospel about um, about himself instead of making it about God. And then I give you a proper understanding of what it is that we should take away from the word and things of that nature. So if it's, it's all about growth, it's all about ed- edification for the body. But if you look at it from the wrong perspective, it seems like I'm just coming down on the church. And that and that's totally not the point. The point, the point is for the church to grow. You know, um, so in the last chapter, I kind of bring everything, um, I bring everything in culmination and I'm letting people know, although God called us to live these, these ways and live up to, you know, uh, biblical principles and things of that nature, God, the good news is that God is certainly merciful. Mm-hmm. He is you definitely know, he, merciful. He's merciful when we fall short. But we, we we shouldn't take his grace for granted, mm-hmm. but the grace is there, and that's the beauty of the gospel. Yeah, and how many chapters are in this book? Uh, it's it's seven. The good, the good news actually isn't an official chapter. It's a closing. But the main chapter, there, there, are, seven, there are seven chapters. And I thought, I thought that was interesting because I didn't strive to make it seven chapters. It just ended up being when I broke down the different subjects, it came out to be seven. You know, seven, seven is the number of completion, the number of God. So I, I thought that was pretty amazing. How much are you charging for this book? Um, I'm hardly making anything off of Amazon. If, if people know, uh, Amazon takes a, a decent amount uh, from 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 their writers. So I, I pretty much charge the the bare minimum just for me to get back some of the money that that I put out as far as you know uh, publishing and getting uh you know proofreading, editing, formatting getting the book cover done, you know, things of that nature. Um, so the the book is only $10, the hardback. The hard copy is $10, and the Kindle version is $5. Okay, great. Yeah, guys, I'm going to put that in the link below. You guys can see that in the description. Click on that, buy the book. And is there an overall message that you would like the listeners to know today from the book or from the podcast, anything you'd like to share with them? Absolutely. Um, I, I think that, you know, as far as the book is concerned, Again, it's it's not about some type of uh, spiritual spanking or 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 a, dis- a discipline session. It's really about growth. Um, you know, you, it's 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 truth. It's from from God's mouth to to your heart, as, as I like to say. Um, and it's it's all about growth. Um, as far as what I would like our listeners to know, this is this is probably one of the best lessons that I've learned over time, and I'm continuing to learn. And that is that the world, the, the, the sense of happiness or whatnot that we receive from the world can never compare to the joy that God can give us. 
you know, the joy that God can give his children, the one whom he's called to live for his purpose. And when we really um, learn to be to be willing and humble ourselves before God, all of the struggles that we, that we have, not to say that they will not exist, but there's a certain there's a certain peace um, and a certain understanding that comes along with abiding in in the Holy Spirit of, of God that um, is really uncanny. I can't even put it in, I can't put it in the words, but I guarantee you it, it it feels a lot better to live by God's standards in regards to the power that He's given us through His Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree with that. Definitely. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Again, well, thanks for being on the podcast today. I appreciate your time and the message that you shared. Guys, again, that book is in the description below. Take a look at that. Oh, I, I thank you, and I really I really appreciate it. And um, I pray that was a blessing um, to, to the, the listeners and to yourself as much as it was for me. Do you have any other places where the listeners can find you? Maybe a Facebook, a YouTube, Instagram? I'm going to put your everything else in the description. Yeah, thing of my ministry is follow God's love. Of course, it's, it's one word. Um, follow God's love, and that that's what I've learned do, and that's what I'm trying to um, have people to do. You know, is is to follow God's love. God God loves us, and He wants us to follow His love. So, follow God's love is, is the name of everything. Um, the website followgodslove.com. Um. Instagram, follow God's love. Facebook, follow God's love. Every everything is, you know, everything is the same. Awesome. And if I can have you in the podcast with a prayer, that would be amazing. Oh yes, no, absolutely not a problem. Um, Lord, we come to you as as we know how to say thank you. First and foremost, for everything that that you've given us, we thank you for your your sovereignty over our lives. Uh, we thank you for your providence in our lives. Lord, I pray that, that you would give us the, the strength, the power, and the wherewithal to live, um, to live as your children in, in accordance to your word. Lord, I know that we live in uncertain times at this, this very moment. Um, there are things we're not sure of. We're, we're not understanding of COVID-19 and any other uh, illnesses that, that may be going around. But, Lord, I pray that you would get us the peace and the joy to stand up and live the righteous lives which you called us to in the midst of these uncertain and wicked days and times that we are in. Lord, we will be uh, ever so mindful to give your name the glory, the honor, and all the praise. Praise you in your son Jesus, most precious and holy name. Amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. With your host, Pastor Chris Busher, Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.